my name is Josh. I'm from FitHive, uh, gym management software, and this is Remy from Max Out Your Gym. And I uh, kind of give you a little bit background on us, uh, me personally as well. I'm a used to own four CrossFit gyms and uh, built them up to a point where I got to sell them to an investment company. And I, I probably went through every coaching program that you could possibly think of through the last eight years that you, you um, uh, of my career as a gym owner, right? And now I'm with FitHive. Uh, I handle all the implementation, the onboarding, uh, the sales of FitHive. And I've been talking to Remy and a lot of his clients and Remy truly sets the bar high and probably has the best program out there. And with talking with him, I wanted to get him on here to do a webinar to tell you about his program, what the trends are for 2020, what he's seeing in 2021, and really give you some really solid nuggets that you can hopefully put 2020 behind us and really accelerate for 2021. Um, so Remy, tell us about yourself, tell us about Max Out Your Gym and uh, how you can help gym owners. Yeah, man. So yeah, Remy Mayer, founder at uh, Max Out Your Gym. I think I started helping gym owners three or four years ago, and uh, I started with a marketing agency. Uh, I was doing it uh, for gym owners. I was setting up everything. But then I realized that some of my clients were really crushing it with my system, and some of my clients were actually not getting results, and some of my clients were just doing okay, right? They, they were just getting okay results. So I was like, okay, so, so what's the difference between those three kinds of gym owners? Because it's the same exact system that I have here. And then I realized that actually it was about the mindset skills. It, about, it, it was about the sales skills and that it was not just about the lead generation, but everything else before actually generating a lead, right? And also everything else after generating a lead that was, uh, that was missing, right? And so then I started adding to it, adding to it, adding to it. And finally, at the end of the day, I stopped, I stopped um, doing a done-for-you marketing for gym owners. And, uh, and now we have a, a program that really includes every single thing that gym owner would need in order to grow their, their gym, grow their business. Awesome. Uh, it's a it's a really exciting story and and you know that mindset coaching uh, that we'll we'll discuss today um, is one of the biggest determining factors because at FitHive you know we we have some marketing still and we can fire hose a gym owner with a ton of leads um, right. but if and that's right out of the gate but the problem is uh, that you're solving is what do they do with those leads when they get them right are they taking care of them so before we get into the system. Tell me a little what you've seen in the trends of 2020 with gym owners. Yeah, I think 2020 has been actually a good eye-opener, right? The ones that didn't really understood what they were actually selling struggled, right? Or they maybe uh, closed their doors forever, unfortunately. But the ones that did realize what they were actually selling, they, some of them, I mean, some of my clients, they had their best year ever in 2020. Right, so it's really about uh, being clear on what you actually sell. So let's do the let's do the exercise. Right, you're definitely not like an anytime fitness uh, LA fitness uh, snap. You know, you're you're not like that. It's not like you're a franchise gym where uh, you only sell access to a facility with equipment in it. Right, that's not what you do. 
right? You're not like Equinox either, you know, uh, the luxurious kind of gyms with like, um, you know, nice uh, bathroom and uh, nice uh, reception and those kind of uh, nice equipments as well. That's not what you do either, right? You're not like a personal trainer online just selling information, right? Uh, selling like an online course or selling a PDF. That's not what you do either. So you could tell me, okay, I know what it is, Remy. It's live classes that I sell. Well, actually, we could argue that in 2020, we realized that also online PTs can provide live classes. Actually, if you go on zoom.us, if you go on the Zoom website, you can find a bunch, you have a library of online personal trainers selling live classes, right? And also you can find like a bunch of other online PTs online selling live classes. You also have companies like uh, Mir, you have companies like Tempo, they do kind of a smart home gym, right? They actually provide live classes every hour of every single day. They have a 3D sensor analyzing your movements and the AI connected to AI and the AI will tell you how to correct your form, right? So you have, uh, you have a personal trainer looking at you plus AI looking at you and providing feedback to you, right? So we could argue, and you do that actually with barbells, right? Barbells and dumbbells. So we could argue that it's as good or maybe even better because it's every hour. There is a 3D sensor connected to AI you know, we can argue that it's as good or better, right? So it's not live classes either. So what is the one thing that actually micro gym owners do sell? Right, that's what I was getting at, right? When you, when you say these things, you, you kind of cut almost everything that a normal gym owner in 2020 thought was their product, right? right. So, uh, I know I talked to Anthony, for example, uh, one of your clients, he went from 14000 to $30,000 a month over the course of March to, was it July? July, March right? to July, yeah. Which is right in the middle of the ex. pandemic, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. If, if he wasn't selling those things, what was he actually selling? What is the one thing that you can use so that you can differentiate yourself from the franchise gyms Differentiate yourself from the online PTs, differentiate yourself from the smart home gyms, but also differentiate yourself from the other functional training in town, right? What is the one thing that you have left so that you can really crush it so that you can really thrive in 2021? So I believe that the one thing that changes all, the key thing is accountability coaching slash mindset coaching. This is super important. This is how you can actually really provide a great success rate. I heard uh, recently that the average uh, success rate at a micro gym, right? Not, not LA Fitness, not those big franchise gyms, but like a micro gym like yours. The average success rate is at 5%. I was like, what the heck, 5% only? Something is wrong with a 5% success rate. And so if you want to fix your success rate and go to a 50, 60, 70, 80, 90% or even 95% success rate, 
you have to double down, triple down. In fact, you have to 10x on accountability coaching slash uh, mindset coaching. I think that mindset work is like exercising, right? You're ex exercising your, your muscle every day. Well, you should also exercise your mind every single day and you're never ever done with it. It's not like you're, you're gonna exercise your, your bicep for six weeks and then you're done. No, you're gonna do that for the rest of your life. Well, it's the same for your mindset, right? And everybody needs it. It's not like you can be uh, like, all right, that's it. I did the mindset work, I'm done. No, even like very elite entrepreneurs are still doing mindset work. For instance, uh, Tony Robbins is charging $1 million a year if you want his coaching, personal coaching, $1 million a year. What you get for that is that you get 30 minutes every two weeks. So it means it's 12 hours, right? If you do $1 million divided by 12 hours, that's more than 80K an hour. Tony Robbins is charging more than 80K, 83K an hour uh, to provide uh, life coaching, mindset coaching, right? And even very high uh, level entrepreneurs are paying that fee because they understand that they need to work on their mindset, right? So it's something that it's the one thing that you, uh, you can use to differentiate yourself. And this is the one thing that you should, um, should focus on so that you can really thrive in 2021, but also in the in the upcoming years and you know uh, Remy before we uh, go through how people can implement the mindset and coaching some of the the, yep. the answers here uh, that we asked right the couple of them here um, that I just want to kind of dispel or kind of give my thoughts on I know uh, community was one of the answers right the yep. the scary part about that and I kind of got into that same trap uh, with my gyms is I was like, oh, the community will take care of itself. Well, everybody in the micro gym space says that their community is the best. And when I sold my gyms, um, as soon as I sold them, the community went every which direction, right? It, all the same members were there, but they moved to different places. So you can't always bank on community. And, you know, with Mirror, with Facebook, with Zoom, you know, 2020 has really showed us that you could have a community eating, Online, yeah. right? Um, so you don't always want to hang your hat on that. Uh, having an excellent community, having an excellent culture is great. But the biggest thing is just don't always hang your hat on just that, right? The other one because here, it's true. It's true that um, maybe a community at your brick and mortar gym would be probably better than an online community. But, you know, those are still communities, right? And a community without a great leader is not really uh, working that well. In a community without like a mindset leader, you're gonna have like different groups, you know, with gossips happening. And if you don't give them the direction they need, sometimes the community is just not enough. And even let's say, let's, let's assume that you have a great community, well, the other CrossFit gym in town has also a great community, probably like the 10 other uh, maybe functional training gyms in town, right? So yes, community is good so that at least you can differentiate yourself from the LA Fitness, the Anytime and the, you know, and those kind of gyms. 
But now, how do you differentiate yourself from the other micro gyms? No, community is not enough. It's, right, I believe, uh, accountability mindset, yeah. Yeah, every one of the uh, new prospects that would come into my gym, you know, that's, they'd be like, oh, well, the other place has a great community. You know, it's almost the same pitch to every micro right. gym is I've got a great community with great programming and I, uh, you know, have great equipment, right? Well, that prospect will go to the next website and go to the next uh, micro gym and they're going to say exactly great community great programming and you know then then what does that actually mean uh, the other thing here is application application is a a big big thing um, but this kind of goes along with uh, get a manager to do my job right you can hire a manager to apply anything that you give them right but if you're not really focusing in on something different uh, than the everybody else in the marketplace then application is not going to be as in, uh, you know, the, the biggest determining factor, right? So right. tell us a little bit about the mindset and the, I guess the 360 method that you apply to gym owners. So I'm sure there are a bunch of uh, CrossFit gym owners here on, on this uh, webinar. And what I see very often is that uh, CrossFit gym owners, they kind of like forget that pyramid what is at the bottom of the pyramid? It's nutrition. And then you have Metcon, right? And then later on, you have like, um, you have Olympic weightlifting, you have gymnastic, and then you have the sport. And what I see is that actually CrossFit gym owners, they would really focus on like the sport. And in their marketing, this is what they're gonna uh, show. They're gonna show the muscle ups. They're gonna show the tire flipping. They're gonna show the impressive stuff. Actually, that's, uh, that's daunting when you, uh, when you show that to, uh, to prospects, right? If you want to attract 95% of your population, you shouldn't use what I call elite marketing, where you would only try to actually attract elite people. Elite people, it's less than 5%, right? And if you have 10 other functional training gyms in your, uh, in your town, you know, you're, you're, you just don't have enough elite people in town to grow your gym. So you actually need to find a way to attract the 95% other, right? And how do you attract those 95% other? By actually focusing on nutrition and Metcon, what's at the bottom of the CrossFit pyramid, right? But I would say that, yeah, uh, actually nutrition coaching you know, if they do the paleo diet or if they do the zone diet or if they do whatever kind of whole food diet, it's good. You know, actually, it's not really about the information on nutrition. They can find that information uh, online already. They can have a free meal plan online. It's not about the information. It's about actually keeping them accountable so that they actually do it. Because at the end of the day, Everyone knows that they should, what, eat healthy, rest, and exercise, right? Yet, only 6% of people are actually doing that. Only 6% of people are doing those three things properly, right? So what's the issue? It's not a lack of information. Uh, we have all the information we need uh, on, on Google. It's actually having the support and the mindset help, right? And the, and the accountability coaching that goes with it so that you actually execute on those, uh, on those strategies. No, so to, to better understand that, so the people that are they're attending, because I, I, I recognize some of these names, right? 
the same thing would go with personal training studios, with boot camps, right? Yes. Um, if I, in terms of marketing, right? And it's not just the marketing, but it's also the brand that you're putting out there, like on social media and the before and afters. What if I can't post the the 400 pound deadlift or or the super fit uh, female or male that is kind of like the the elite in personal training or at the beach? If I can't really post those things because I'm not attracting their proper um, client what should they be posting or how should they kind of present that brand to get the yeah. proper client? So it's not about the PRs, you know, Oh, Sally uh, just hit a new PR on deadlifting. Actually, actually it's intimidating. If you show that to prospects, it's more about the body transformations and more than that, the life transformation. How did, uh, did Sally change her life? Uh, because maybe Sally, well, she was overweight and maybe uh, she was lacking confidence and maybe also she's, um, she has, a, you know, she wants to improve her career and uh, she has a husband and two kids, but because she's not confident, maybe intimacy hasn't been great for the last two years with her, uh, with the husband, right? Maybe she cannot move forward with her career because she could already become a manager, yet she's not becoming a manager because, well, every afternoon after the lunch break, she just crashes and uh, she's not productive in the afternoon, right? And so she's like in hell kind of, right? Because maybe what would be the future consequences of that in the future? Well, not moving forward with, the, with her career, not making, let's say, an extra 50K a year, but also getting fired and also maybe having the husband breaking up while they have a four years old daughter and a two years old son, right? That would be the, the consequences in the future, maybe next six months, next year or next two years. And also maybe there is more, maybe she has diabetes. So it's more about like sharing those stories than it is about actually showing the PRs. And, and, yeah. You know, kind of thinking through that, right? A couple of things that come to mind and, um, you know, to kind of bring out. If this person is having multiple cons consultations, either via Zoom or phone call or in person, right? Could you imagine when you actually ask those type of questions instead of what is your fitness history, right? What are your, do you want to lose weight? Do you want to, uh, you know, gain muscle, you know, the, the normal stuff. But when you start deep diving into somebody's uh, mindset in that way, like imagine if you built the rapport with that prospect enough that you could literally ask them some of those questions, right? Uh, like you're saying there, you know, letting them tell the story for branding and social media purposes is, is gonna be huge beyond just the lose 20 pounds, right? You see those right. ads all the time. Hey, right. I lost 20 pounds in 90 days. That's great. And they're, they're starting to flood the market and not work as well. But if somebody, like you said there, hey, I joined um, you know, this gym. They did help me lose 20 pounds. But more importantly, my confidence is through the roof. I got that promotion because I actually asked for it because of that confidence. And then that same person is willing to pay you know, for those results, right? Right, You're no right. longer a commodity, but exactly. Uh, 
The goal basically in your marketing is to share the results in terms of body transformation, life transformation, to show also the fun that you provide while they are getting those results. Because if you have like an army uh, like uh, boot camp where they get results, but they are not having fun, they're not gonna stay very long, right? And where also you, you show your care as the gym owner, you show your love, right? Uh, in, if you can see, if you can show, sorry, those three things, you're going to have a very powerful marketing. Then once they, uh, once they become a, a lead, you just need to have like a consultation with them. You're gonna actually sit down with them for a whole hour and just get to know them, get to know their life, get to know their struggles, get to know their goals, uh, get to know what's going on, right? Get to know their hell, get to know their heaven. And then they're gonna see the, the gap between hell and heaven and then they're going to probably uh, make the decision that they should uh, bridge that gap and that they need your help to do, to do that. So yeah. what's cool with that method is that we don't use a free six-week challenge. We don't use free classes. We don't use free-week trials. We don't use discounts. We don't use promos. We don't use any incentives based on the price, a discount or something for free. The only thing that is free is like the first one hour consultation and that's it. And then at the end, you just need to recommend what they actually need to change their body, change their lives. And oftentimes actually what they actually need is a membership for at least six months or 12 months. And it's a premium membership that would not just include the functional training, but also nutrition coaching and accountability mindset coaching. And kind of take me through the process a little bit more. Prospect looks looks you up or finds something on social media, and do they do you recommend having gym owners have them fill out an application? How do you weed kind of those people out that just want a discounted membership or something for free, and the ones that really want to trans uh, transform their life? So actually, right away, we filter out the tire kickers and the freebie seekers because we are not advertising any discount or any uh, free offer, right? We just say, come for a consultation, right? So right away, right from the bat, we, we actually filter out those, uh, those people. Then we do have a, an application form just to see if they are actually really serious, right? And then we might use other, other strategies to like warm up the leads once they opt in. But actually, uh, it, it, it's not like we have like a secret formula for that to filter out the, the, the best uh, ideal uh, clients. It's because we only use a, a free uh, consultation as an offer, right? A free one-on-one consultation. Yeah. And then we just do a good job once they show up for that consultation, we do a good job at sizing up uh, people because actually the goal of that consultation is to first protect your tribe, right? Protect your community. Because if you invite someone that is not going to uh, be a, a good member, you know, that doesn't have the right mindset, it's kind of like it's a virus, you know, it's gonna like contaminate your tribe kind of. You need to first protect your tribe Second, you need to protect your coaches and also protect yourself because maybe you're going to spend a year or two or three or more with that uh, new member and you don't want your clients to give you headaches. You, you want ideal clients 
with the right mindset that are coachable, that are committed, that are decisive, that are resourceful. You know, you're looking for certain uh, qualities, right? Certain traits. And also the third reason for that, for sizing them up, right? Is that it's actually reassuring. Let's say, you know, you, you have a, a, a chat, you know, with someone and you're like, yep, uh, you are the right fit. Uh, it's uh, $150 a month for the membership. When you said that, you know, the prospect is going to be like, how do you know I'm the right fit? Like you didn't check, you know, like, why am I the right fit? Like, I don't believe that I can actually do that CrossFit thing. I don't believe that I can actually do that personal training thing. I never did it. I didn't work out in the last 10 years. Last time I worked out, it was at college. And, uh, and actually, I was not doing much, really. You know, like, in the, in the last 10 years, I was just uh, on my couch. <laughs> actually, they don't believe that they can do it. If you can answer that question, will it work for me? then it's very reassuring. And to answer that question, will it, work, will it work for me? Well, you have to check and check and check and check and check and check. You check for basically 50 minutes out of the one hour consultation. And then at the end, you're like, well, because I checked and I checked on this, on this, on this, on this, on this, on this, then I believe that you're the perfect fit for this program and that you are going to reach your goals uh, with this program and then it's like ah cool you know now it's like it's reassuring it's not like you're just trying to steal their money out of their wallet you actually checked if they would get the the results and now even if it's a high ticket price for your membership right even if uh, your membership is um, at 200 300 400 500 a month it doesn't really matter because they will get the results. Now you're selling the transformation, the outcome, the results, right? You're not just selling three times a week at the gym, four times a week at the gym, five times a week at the gym, unlimited, unlimited at the gym. Now you're selling the life transformation. And because that life transformation is priceless, whatever price you're going to tell them is going to be a freaking bargain compared to a priceless transformation. And, and I think what you're, you know, as you go through this, a couple of things that come to mind, just looking at my past experience is building that emotional connection. And like you said, protecting your tribe. I think that consultation that you teach gym owners and every gym owner should be doing at this point is more about uh, not only a consultation for the prospect, uh, but also a consultation for the gym owner, finding out if this person is actually a good fit. And that entire time on the sales side of things, you're finding nuggets of emotional response that you can use to prove that your system will help them actually get the results and actually get the transformation. Yep. Because then the key to it, you know, with, with, and this is just from my experience, you've got to root that emotion with logical uh, explanation, right? And that's where the kind of a value stack can come into play. Like you said there, if I just said three times a week, four times a week, great, come and work out. They're like, oh, well, I can pay 10 bucks a month at, for Apple to work out two I, or three times a week, right? Apple fitness, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, but if it's, hey, I'm gonna give you the fitness, I'm gonna give you the nutrition, and at the end of the day, you can look that stuff up, but I'm gonna hold you accountable to it but then I'm going to find the root of 
what mentally is going on that's been holding you back all this time, right? Uh, exactly. That's where the value's at. Because if you start speaking about, oh, it's three times a week, right? So therefore, you know, they're gonna calculate the number of uh, words of, uh, you know, uh, workouts they're gonna have that month. They're gonna take the price divided by the number of workouts and then calculate a price per workout. You don't want, that, don't want them to do that kind of math. Actually, you want them to be like, wow, I only need to come once a week at the gym to get transformational results. You know, if you can actually sell the efficiency, you only need to come two times a week, three times a week. I would recommend actually maximum three times a week because it's enough to give them uh, awesome results. And then maybe they have, a, you know, uh, another workout during the weekend. Uh, maybe they can go cycling during the, the weekend with their kids. You know what I mean? Maybe four workouts in a week, three with you and one outdoors with their family, right? Yeah. I would recommend that you uh, sell the efficiency because the efficiency is sexy. If you tell them you only need to work out one hour and a half per week, it's sexy. If you tell them you will need to come every single day to actually finally change your uh, body and change your life, they're going to be, I don't want to do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and as, as we talk about this, I think, right, gym owners can hear this and I, myself included, right? The first thing I thought about when I started selling, you know, $500 uh, packages, uh, $1,500 packages, um, the first thing I had to get through my head is where's my value? Is the, as the gym owner, where does that value lie? And as we go through this, and we'll talk more about the business owner's mindset, but if you just look at it on paper, right? My average membership and a lot of gym owner, micro gyms uh, owner memberships um, are 100 to $150 a month, right? And if you take a couple, that's 300 bucks a month, but then they're usually not getting nutrition. They're not really being held accountable because they're just coming whenever they want. And then they go looking for a nutrition person. And then all of a sudden they're paying a nutrition person $120, $150 a month. And then all of a sudden when they look at it overall, they're already spending $600 a month and not even really getting accountability. And then sometimes the nutrition coach and the fitness coach don't really jive. Right. And, and, and the key to it is don't just think as a business owner or a gym owner or a coach that I'm selling a $500 workout program. I'm truly selling the, the, the true package. So kind of right. walk me through what you would recommend for gym owners and kind of the mindset coaching that you would recommend to them or give them not just with max out your gym but in general like especially going to 2021 everybody's worried and i i talk to gym owners every day and you know 15 to 20 a week and they're all afraid to go upstream in price right they're all trying to go downstream because it's a crazy world out there right now yeah but then it's a race to the bottom and uh, you're not gonna win that game Right. If you're trying to like de uh, decrease your your pricing, you're not gonna win that game. You're gonna you're always gonna have someone that is going to charge lower than uh, than you do, right? So I would recommend that you actually focus on the success rate and that you keep your price or that you actually increase your price, right? Because now you sell the transformation, and you know what? Paying thirty bucks a month 
to not get any kind of results, to not even go to a LA fitness gym. There is like no ROI return on investment here. ROI is zero. But, but if you have a $250 membership and they completely, completely change their lives, right? Better energy, uh, you know, like better intimacy. Let's say if we take that example that we took earlier, uh, you know, like a better career, $250 a month for awesome transformation. It's amazing ROI, you know? And so you need to realize that first, right? And so, yeah, the, the difference between a low success rate and a high success rate so that you can start selling the transformation is the accountability slash mindset coaching. I, I do mention mindset coaching because I believe that uh, accountability coaching on its own is just not enough. Accountability coaching on its own is actually more annoying than anything else. Accountability coaching is gonna actually hurt you more that is gonna help you. Uh, let's take a, a few examples. And I think that uh, Josh, you have a story about this. You can share. Let's say you do a burpee penalty if someone doesn't show up or if someone is late, right? Sure, that day they're gonna do the burpee penalty, but also it's public shaming. And so you are like, ha ha, yeah, good. Uh, you know, I, uh, I kept that guy accountable. He had uh, his uh, burpee penalty. And so uh, that's it. Now I'm, uh, I've, I'm handling the, the accountability coaching. Well, actually that guy, because uh, he didn't appreciate that uh, moment, will probably actually uh, cancel his membership, right? Let's say uh, you're like, oh, let me look at my Wordify. You look at your screen, you look at your Wordify, and you're like, okay, attendance, okay. Those guys didn't show up. I'm just gonna take my phone, okay? I send them a message. Oh, you didn't show up, show up again, <laughs> you know? Or actually you do it with your, uh, with your automation. You know, let's say you, you connect your Wordify to Zapier or you, you have a automated system and you just press the button and that's it you send 12 text messages to 12 members that didn't show up in the last 10 days. And you're like, that's it. I figured out accountability. Well, actually what's gonna happen is that when they're gonna press that button, people are going to receive that text and they're gonna be like, oh yeah, fuck, yeah, I didn't show up in 10 days. I'm just wasting my money here. Uh, you know what, let me go ahead and cancel. The, the right? crazy story on that and what, what Remy was talking about and it was like an epiphany when you said that today, right? That that little nugget that could have changed my retention rate with the gyms. And we always had an accountability text message that would automatically go out or my GM would automatically send it every 15 days. If somebody didn't show up within 15 days, we would let them know. And we were thinking, man, we're holding these people accountable because we're at least letting them know that they haven't been here for 15 days and they need to come back in. And my GM one day pulled me aside and he's like, dude, I know exactly when that message goes out because the average uh, cancellation policy that comes through or form that they fill out to cancel goes up three to four fold when that message goes out. And talking with you, the one thing that you told me, and this is a big thing for the big difference between accountability and mindset that you told me today is instead of sending out that message saying, I haven't, you know, you haven't been here for 15 days, what's going, you know, come back in. It's, 
hey, I'm worried about you or, hey, is anything going on? How can I help you, you know, reach your goals or, or whatever, the, you know, whatever that wording is. But it's more getting to the root of why they haven't showed up. Exactly. Mindset opposed to, hey, you haven't showed up. Come on in. Takes a exactly. little bit more work to figure out that mindset question that you can send to people. On the flip side of it, as you're kind of going through it, if you're charging a little bit more, that $250, $300 a month, and you're getting a much more personal accountability and mindset coaching with that client, now instead of sending out a canned message, it can be like, hey, uh, is there anything going on with your family? Is there exactly. anything going on with your job? How can I help? And then they're like, oh, they're no longer just a coach, right? They're my uh, mindset coach. They're my exactly. partner in life almost. Exactly. And this is the one thing that you actually sell as a micro gym owner. When they are not really following through because whatever is happening in their life at that, at that specific moment. Let's take another example. Let's say Sally, she's trying, trying to lose weight. You're helping her with her nutrition and uh, she's not really logging in, you know, uh, our macros and, uh, and what she ate and our calories. Uh, you know, you're trying to, uh, to track that, but she's not really doing it. And she's saying, yeah, yeah, it's good. Don't worry, I'm following the nutrition program. Actually, you're going to pick up on it that actually it's not going that well, right? And you're going to ask questions and questions, you know, the right questions at the right time coming from a caring and non-judgmental uh, place, right? And then you're actually going to realize that, well, she just broke up with the boyfriend. And so for her right now, it's really hard to eat uh, the vegetables with a uh, chicken. Uh, and it's very easy to eat that donut, <laughs> Not because she doesn't know what to do, she has your meal plan, but because she's just not in the right headspace, right? So your goal is to help her navigate that. So we're not asking you to, uh, to become their therapist. You're not their psychologist. You know, it's not like they're gonna lay down on a sofa and you're gonna listen to them and take notes and, uh, and try to work on their childhood wounds, right? That's, that's not what uh, we want you to do, but some kind of like habit coaching. Because they have bad habits. The goal is to not just remove those bad habits. It's not really possible, actually, to just cancel out uh, you know, bad habits. You have to replace them with new healthy habits. Because when you have a bad habit, basically, it's like a coping mechanism. Well, Sally would eat that donut. It's a way to cope uh, you know, with stress, right? to feel better. Let's, let's say you have a, a guy drinking beers when he com comes back from work, right? Each and every day, he cracks a beer or two or three or four, you know, every evening. What is it? It's actually a way to cope with stress, right? Because he's not uh, reaching his goals, because he's not uh, living his purpose. And so he drinks uh, those beers and that's the bad habit, now, it's not like as, a, as their coach, as their health and fitness coach, you can say to that guy, hey man, stop drinking beers. It's just not gonna do it, right? You're not gonna uh, walk on his childhood wounds either, right? You're not a psychologist, but you can recommend, for instance, well, come to the gym and come destroy the punching bag that we have at the gym and get rid of that bad energy, get rid of that stress stress 
destroy your boss on the punching bag or destroy whoever you have to destroy so that you get that energy out, right? So it's more about like habit coaching than it is about uh, becoming their therapist. Now, if you know, by diving in a bit, you find out that they have like, they have like uh, deeper issues, then you can steer them, you know, uh, to like a, a psychologist. If you realize that actually, you know, uh, they need to, uh, to do the work, the therapy work, uh, you can steer them in the right direction. But oftentimes you, you don't need to do that. It's just about habit coaching, basically. And, you know, with some of those habits, you know, with FitHive, you can track those habits, you can track programming, you can track accountability, you can help automate a lot of those things. But understanding how to use the systems, right? And, and I talk about this with all the gym owners. And again, one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on here is systems will get you so far, right? Yes. But you got to know how to use those systems appropriately um, and effectively to give your clients results, um, not just apply what you're recommending to them, right? You got to give them results and how, you know, to specifically do that. And that's where the kind of the mindset coaching and, and accountability and, and habit forming comes into play. Yeah, I, I love systems. I love automated systems. I love automation. But it's not because uh, you automate your business, then then that's it, you're good and you should go uh, play uh, the PlayStation because that's it, you're like, oh, I figured out my, uh, my business, everything is automated. No, it's like, you use those systems, those automation, this automation, so that now you have more time to provide that one-on-one -on -one care, that one-on-one -on -one intimacy that people actually need to, uh, to uh, change their body, change their lives, change their health. Here's one of the biggest things that, you know, I really like about you and Max Out Your Gym is what we're preaching to our clients, you're preaching to your clients, right? It's the mindset. It's the accountability. That's where Max Out Your Gym comes into play. Because again, we can tell you the systems and how to apply it. And, you know, you can sign up with FitHive, which it would be awesome. But if I just give you that stuff, who's going to hold you accountable to use those things and use right. them correctly? Um, exactly. So tell me a little bit about, I guess, max out your gym and, and kind of where, where your thought process when a gym owner comes in. Because I understand, um, and you can clarify it, that you don't worry about leads right out of the gate like some of these other uh, uh, gyms, uh, business coaches out there. Leads are kind of the towards the end of the program almost right so yeah. tell me tell me a little bit of what you're thinking there and why yeah so we have a 12-step process basically when we work with gym owners over three months and actually we start uh, working on uh, advertising at step number nine so it's not like we have like a magic uh, formula on how to generate the right kind of leads it's not like we found the perfect uh, Facebook and Instagram and YouTube algorithm to target uh, the ideal clients. It's because, well, we do the work before the lead generation so that you are actually ready to generate leads and have a very high conversion rate so that you have a very high scheduling rate, a very high show up rate, a very high uh, enrollment rates and also a very high retention rate. It's because we do all the work before 
that actually uh, the system works so well and that on average we can con convert 40% of your leads. Actually, with like other systems out there, it's like seven, eight, nine percent of the leads that you can you can convert. So we can do four times more. Well, because we really take the time to be ready before the lead generation, before the client acquisition, and that's how uh, that's how we uh, we uh, we optimize it. Yeah. And it, you know, so so you're taking the same approach that gym owners need to take with their clients, with your clients, right? working on the mindset first, building them up, finding the root cause. You know, I, I talk to gym owners again every week and I always recommend like, you gotta go up in price. I talked to a gym owner today, actually. Um, he was unlimited classes. He said he's gonna hold them accountable. He's gonna have a great community. And I said, well, what are you gonna charge for that a month? Because he's got a small facility. He's like, I'm gonna start out selling it for $89 a month. I was like, whoa, like you, you'll never be able to hit the revenue goals that you need to hit, let alone the profitability. And he's like, well, that's, you know, I've, I've got this. I, I don't know if I'm worth it. I'm like, you've got to yeah. be in the mindset. I am worth it. A doctor's not going to discount it down. Right. I can do a heart surgery for one and a half million, or they're not going to just all of a sudden say, well, you know what? I'm not worth it to do your heart surgery and give it to you for half a million. Right. They're exactly. going to say, nope if you want me to save your life, this is what it's going to cost. And that's where that first mindset comes into play. Yeah. You're not selling band-aids. You're selling the surgery, right? Just to take your example, you're selling the actual surgery. You're selling the, the full-on program so that they change their body, change their lives. You don't just give a band-aid that is going to kind of help, right? This is for LA Fitness. So usually it's more about the fears around the thing then it is about the thing itself. Let me give you an example. It's not about Facebook advertising or YouTube advertising or Instagram advertising. For that, I can, I can record a video and I'm gonna be like, okay, click here, click here, click here, click here, click here, click here, click here. Done, that's it, your Facebook ad is set up. Actually, setting up your Facebook ad is pretty easy. You just need to click uh, you know, a few times and you're done. But maybe, you are afraid of advertising. You're gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna waste my money. It's gonna just, just gonna be a waste of money. Oh, I'm just gonna have a bunch of freebie seekers, tire kickers, oh, I'm afraid of that. Or maybe you're not even going to record that uh, video that you need to generate those leads, right? If let's say you do a video ad, because you have a fear of public speaking, which is the, actually the number one fear in, in the US, uh, actually before uh, the fear of death. Right. Um, so if you're afraid of like recording that, looking at the camera and, and just speaking to the camera, if you're afraid of that, well, it's not gonna, it's gonna, not gonna work. Right. So it's more about the fears around uh, the thing than the thing it, itself. And we can say that for your clients, it's the same. It's not about really deadlifting, but maybe it's about the fear of looking ridiculous in front of everyone else because actually the barbell is empty. Public shaming kind of, it it's, could be that fear. Or it could be the fear of, oh, I'm gonna injure my back. Or just fears around deadlifting while actually deadlifting can be very safe and it's okay, you know, they're not gonna be ridiculous in front of everybody. Those fears are just, uh, are just fake, right? They are not real, they, are, they, they do not exist, but they still have those fears, right? 
So we coach our uh, gym owner clients on their fears, right? And we help them push through it. And then we show you how to do the same with your own clients. It's, uh, it's crazy that you use that analogy. Uh, my, my wife is a nurse and she's on the ICU floor, saving lives every day. And I told her that I was going to do this call, uh, this webinar with about 68 gym owners that I don't know. And she's like, oh, I couldn't do that. She's like, are you nervous? I was like, no, it, it'll be okay, right? But it's, it, you're right, it's finding those fears. And, and sometimes, and we'll get to the questions because one of the questions actually leads into that is just like, the client or the athlete um, needs a coach to hold them accountable and work on that mindset and uncover those fears and figure that stuff out. Uh, gym owners need the same thing. Entrepreneurs need the same thing. You know, like you said, Tony Robbins wouldn't be charging a million dollars a year if people weren't buying it. Right. right. Um, it's because of the value, but it's, it's the value that, that, that comes into play. Mark, one of our team members at Max Your Gym is a CrossFit gym owner in Texas. And he had a member for three years. And that guy was actually not really getting results. He was training, you know, at least three times a week, but not really moving forward in terms of health and fitness and, you know, reaching his life goals. And so at some point, Mark was like, okay, man, you know, let's have a chat. And so then he took him as like a health coaching client. Basically, it means adding, uh, adding mindset and accountability coaching to it. And then in three months, the guy reached his, uh, his, uh, his goals. In just three months, why do you, he, he has been a member at the CrossFit Gym for three years, right? So it's not like he, didn't, he needed to work out more to go from three workouts a week to four or five workouts a week. He actually needed the, the breakthroughs, the aha moments, the epiphanies, right? That's what he actually needed to change his, uh, his body, his health, his life. And you're right. We all know it, right? As coaches, the, the problem is I don't think we, we do it or implement it. We all know at the root of it, it's all about mindset, right? Getting any goal as an entrepreneur, as a gym owner, as an athlete, finances, anything, you got to get your mind right before you can actually hit the goal. And if your mind is right, it's a heck of a lot easier. I mean, that's why professional athletes spend so much money on, you know, mindset coaches. It's like, if I get my mind right, everything else will come a lot easier. So getting into the nitty gritty, uh, Patel asks, uh, who executes the mindset coaching when you recommend them implementing it? We actually uh, show you how to do the mindset coaching. We actually have like a, a full uh, module uh, on this within our program. So we show you how to do it. Then uh, you can either find a coach that has good uh, people skills, or you can do it yourself, or you can like find someone that would not be necessarily a coach. That person doesn't have to be a CrossFit level one or CrossFit level two. You don't need those kind of uh, certifications. Doesn't have to be a nutrition coach either. Just someone that has good people skills. Then we can show that person how to actually coach people on their mindsets. And, uh, and, then, uh, and then you're gonna be uh, ready to go uh, with your mindset coaching. Basically what we recommend is to have like a check-in, at least at the beginning once a week, a check-in, where maybe you, you ask them to jump on a body composition analyzer, but also you just take 15, 20, 30 minutes with them every week, at least at the beginning, to just talk things, right? And then later on, it might not be every week, but every two weeks or every uh, month, 
Uh, it depends about the, the membership that you're gonna that you're gonna sell. But uh, yeah, you you just need to check in with them and just have those conversations. And, and I would not recommend actually. Right? I would not actually recommend um, to have the the gym owner doing it. As the gym owner, you want to focus on marketing, sales, systems, right? You want to focus on building your team, building your brand. You want to work, you know, on the business and not too much in it. So I would recommend that you either delegate that to one of your coaches that has good people skills or that you hire uh, someone new to fulfill this uh, position. And, and as you go through this process, you know, it's all going to depend on your goals, right? As a gym owner, it's going to depend on where your gym is currently. Um, what does that step up process look like? I know uh, some some gym owners that I talk to may say, well, I can't hire an accountability coach right now because I still got to pay my bills, right? right? Well, now you got to be held accountable to start building to that point and figure out the mindset of instead of scarcity, you know, where can I find and increase my prices and what's the goal I need to get to so I can hire that person to come on board, right? Um, it, it's all kind of dependent upon that. And that's where a coach is going to come into play. So I got another one from Bryant, if I pronounce that correctly. So uh, before the pandemic, uh, he was holding class sizes of 125 people. Uh, it's a pretty big class. Uh, afterwards, uh, did very well with virtual. Uh, but over the last few months, people are burnout on Zoom. Any advice? Yeah, I believe that live classes are just not enough anymore. And uh it's cool. They have the community. You're here to uh, probably correct their form. Uh, you're here to motivate them during the uh, live class, right? But what if that day they were not motivated, motivated to actually show up uh, to that live class, right? And also that day they were not motivated to follow the nutrition uh, plan that you have for them, right? So it's more about like inspiring them, motivate, motivating them then it is about just a live class, right? I would recommend that, yeah, you, 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 uh, you, uh, you would focus more on, the, on that mindset coaching uh, because otherwise, yeah, they're gonna lose motivation and also they're gonna probably find another place where they can get those live classes, the same kind of Zoom uh, live classes for cheaper. Right? Yeah, it's kind of, you know, if a gym owner, especially before the pandemic, um, was doing the mindset coaching, um, you know, and, and this could be the case if you're not doing that mindset and accountability coaching, when those people start to fall off or say that they're burnt out, everybody in the fitness industry, every athlete, professional sports, you can talk to them. It ends up being a grind to hit your goals. Right. But if you were doing that mindset coaching and you had those nuggets of why they actually started in the first place, when those people start to get burnt out, you, instead of saying, hey, I haven't seen you in the Zoom class the last three days, it's, hey, how can I help you, uh, you know, a pers quick personal story. I started doing CrossFit eight years ago because uh, uh, I was running around with my three-year-old at the time, and I was so out of breath after 10 minutes, I had to go inside, and I couldn't help him. I was like, you know what? I'm not working out to get abs. I'm working out to play with my kids, and right. I – now that I think about it, I actually mentioned that to the CrossFit coach and he would actually say that in the middle of the most brutal workouts. When I wanted to give up, he'd say, what eyes are watching or not, Hey, go faster, go harder. It's, Hey, 
don't forget about your kids or, Hey, what about this? Same thing with that. As people get burnt out, what, what's their, why, what, why did they actually start in the first place? Yeah. And starting the consultations that way will definitely help. Yeah, exactly. Basically with the, the consultation we're talking about, right? A one hour consultation to find out the truth and the consequences of the truth. If they don't make a change, when you use, use that model, then it's going to also help you right away with your retention, right? Because you have that one-hour consultation where you get to know them on a deeper level, that's it. Now you have a special connection with them. And right from the, the bat, you optimize your retention already because what they're going to share with you during that first hour, you're going to be able to uh, use it again later on when you have those uh, mindset uh, sessions with them. Awesome. So Darren, uh, how do you overcome uh, the confidence and the mindset of being worth your charge rate? Well, that's why we have uh, eight other uh, steps before step number nine, where we work on uh, the, the marketing, where we actually improve uh, the services, the value uh, of uh, your services, your delivery. And it's by working on, the, on your delivery, basically, and on realizing that you're worth a lot. In fact, I would say that your worth is as good as doctors. Or I would even say that it's even higher than doctors, what? right? Doc doctors are just here to like treat the symptoms, treat the chronic diseases. You're here to freaking prevent them, and right? Improve. Prevent and improve. <laughs> and prevent and improve, right? Energy levels and, uh, you know, them reaching their, their life uh, dreams. Well, doctor, they don't do that, <laughs> you know? They just give you a pill and that's it. Then you get better, but with like, um, with like uh, other symptoms, they're not helping you really um, get to your uh, full potential, right? So I would say that you're worth like a lot, I think that you, are, uh, you have a, a huge role to play in fighting uh, chronic diseases. It's not doctors that are going to do that on their own. I think that you need to see yourself more like a health and fitness uh, body transformation center, more than just another functional training gym or another PT studio. See yourself as like someone that provides transformation and then you're going to have the confidence to charge more because you know you can back it up with great nutrition coaching, but also with great accountability uh, coaching and also with great mindset coaching. Right, and, and piggyback off of that, right? The, the number one thing that you've got to kind of change your mindset or one of the things that I would recommend, like he said there, you are selling a transformation and you're selling results to this much deeper rooted mindset issue that they're having that they've already told you, right? You know, I'm not, you're not just providing a workout because uh, we all know it. Unfortunately, workouts and a, a diet plan are a dime a dozen on Google right now, right? So if you think that's all you're providing, uh, you've got to change that mindset. Like, no, I'm providing a, a transformation. I'm right. literally saving this person's life, this person's marriage coming back to the heart surgeon if i walked in and he said it's gonna you know your deductibles or after it's all said and done 
after insurance pays for it, you're going to have to pay $80,000 over the rest of your life, right? I'm not going to say, nope, don't do my heart surgery, right? I'm going to say, yep, I'll figure out how to pay it. Same kind of thought process there. You got to really think I'm going to provide it. But then at the end of the day, you've actually got to provide it, right? Um, exactly. And that's where charging more, you can't provide that at $80, a, $89 a month. Like yep. you, you can't have enough people, right? So you got to realize if I'm truly going to back up what I'm telling this person I'm going to do for them, I'm going to hold you accountable, give you the mindset. I'm going to give you the results that you haven't reached before, but it's going to cost you 300, 400, $500 a month, but I'm going to get you there. Unlike the $10 a month, uh, uh, planet fitness memberships. Right. Uh, Darren, I yeah. hope that that helps there. Let's do some math here. I'm just going to like illustrate that. Let's say that it's a guy that has like a lot of uh, weight, a lot of fat to lose, right? Not confident in his body. Uh, you know, no, no girlfriend because he's not confident. He has been single for the last five years. No confidence to speak to anyone, actually. Career is not good. Let's say that this guy goes to Taco Bell and to Burger King every single day and Starbucks. It's probably 40 bucks, maybe 50 bucks a day. You know, if you get your coffee at Starbucks with a donut and then you go to Taco Bell for lunch and then you go to Burger King for dinner, we can say, we can say it's 50 bucks a day, easy, right? Then probably this guy, you know, has back pain, we can say, right? Maybe he needs to, you know, take uh, pills so that uh, his back doesn't hurt so, so much. Let's, let's add another 100 bucks a month here, right? Let's say this guy has uh, diabetes, he's injecting insulin. I don't, don't really know how much that costs, but let's say it's another $100 a month, right? Let's say that this guy, because he's not able to uh, speak uh, to women, actually has a porn addiction, right? And uh, is paying for like, uh, you know, a website subscription fee, it's 50 bucks a month, right? Let's say that also this guy, when he comes back uh, from work, drinks four beers a day, right? Four beers at five bucks, right? That's $20 a day. And also that this guy is supposed to actually become uh, a manager because he's already 36 years old. And at this, at this age, he should be a manager at his company, but he's not because energy levels just suck. And so he's missing here on an extra 10K a year. If I do the $50, day for, uh, $50 a day uh, for the fast food, 50 times uh, 365, that's 18K. Plus the 100 for the back pain, 100 times 12, um, that's 1.2K, right? Plus the 1K for the insulin, plus 50 times 12 for his porn addiction, that's 0.6 plus the alcohol, so that's, 20, that's $20 per day, times the 365, that's 7.3K, plus the 10K is missing on, on his career, that's another 10K. So now I'm gonna do the 18 for the fast food, plus the 1.2 for the back pain, plus the one for the insulin, plus the 0.6 for the porn, uh, plus uh, the 7.3 for the alcohol, plus the 10K for his career, we are 38K. You charge 2K or three or four, you know, even if you have like a very premium uh, membership, let's say it's 300 a month, right? Times 12, that's 
It's only 3.6K for him to find the love of his life, for him to crush it with his career, for him to reach his personal goals, for him to live his full potential. It's only 3.6K a year. What is paying 38K on shitty things, right? So what you sell is a freaking bargain compared to what they are already spending and, for, and, for this guy to reach his goal. Right, and, and coming back to your question, Darren, um, and we'll get to the next one, but Darren, think about what Remy just went through in that thought process. Not only can you think about in the back of your mind that that's the way, but in terms of the mindset of the coach, asking those questions right you got to have the confidence and the rapport and the soft skills and and do the the training and 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 the 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 trial and error i know it took me a long time to start deep diving in some of those questions to just build the confidence like hey i'm getting ready to ask this this lady or or guy that i've only seen for 10 minutes you know if they have a porn addiction because they said something that made me think of it right that's a pretty tough conversation to have um, and it's going to be real awkward but you know what they're never going to forget it they're gonna be like you know what this person gets me right that 150 dollars an hour psychologist that they pay every week there's a reason why they're willing to keep paying that because this person's willing to ask those questions now do you exactly. go after this and post on social media that this person signed up because of course of not things? of course not right? <laughs> Uh, but of course not. building that confidence and understanding how to ask those questions artfully without um, that, that's, that's the key to it, right? Artfully asking these questions without going, you know, understanding that rapport building and understand how to build those questions. You for sure need rapport to ask those uh, questions. And also you need to frame it, you know, with like, um, with caring, non-judgmental non frames so that they understand that you're only asking coming from a place of love, not to like pour salt on their wounds, but because you actually care and because you already love them enough to freaking ask the questions. And actually want to help them this time around. Exactly. Uh, so uh, I got another one here. Uh, what does a gym charge for this? Uh, say a gym membership is $200 a month. Um, is this an add-on or separate, or what do you recommend when some when gym owners start to implement this process? So when they start implementing this process, basically what I would recommend is that they just have their first one-hour consultation with their current members. <laughs> and usually here, they can upsell a third, half of their current members already or more. Right, because already the current members, they need more help right now. They need nutrition help, they need accountability coaching, they need mindset coaching. And so already, right away, you can add an extra five, 10K recurring just by upselling your current members. You just tell them, hey, I just want to like check in. I just want to uh, recap you know, what happened in 2020. Let's just sit down and let's just chat. You do that not because you absolutely want to upsell them, but because it's just a nice thing to do to get to know your members, right? right. And uh, it's just nice to do it. Uh, and also, even if you don't upsell them, it's going to help you with your retention anyway. So an uh, interesting stat when you said that, I, I know you probably didn't mean to do it, but as I talk to the 15 to 20 gym owners a week, 
on average, what most of them tell me that they lost during the pandemic is one fourth to one third of their membership base. So if you can take this mindset coaching and sit down with the remaining members, A, you're going to help retain them, especially if you're on lockdown even longer or get locked down again, right? If you've already implemented this, this process and this consultation and started upselling these people into something that, frankly, you know, it's, it's a lot of people are really depressed out there and building that mindset into it, it can save somebody's life, uh, right? And then think about how many of your current gym members that are the one hour that they're at your gym is the best, literally the best hour of the day because they might go home by themselves and have nothing. But now you're saying, hey, let's dig deeper into this. Um, so start with your current members, like you said there, and then right. start, I would, do you, would you recommend after they start with their members to just only sell that going forward? Um, do you think it should be an so, add-on after the fact for somebody new or just for the existing members? Let's say you have Sally coming in, right? Or that guy, uh, you know, uh, fast food, back pain, uh, you know, porn addiction, alcohol addiction. This guy coming in. You're going to actually probably recommend the membership, six months membership, 12 months membership, that is going to include mindset and accountability coaching and also nutrition coaching to that guy, right? But now... You have a CrossFitter that did CrossFit in the last eight years. He was just uh, doing it in New York and you're in Texas and he had to move because of his job. Well, this guy maybe is already has like nice abs, you know, he's doing a, already crushing it with his uh, body fat uh, percentage, killer mindset. That guy, sure, you're just going to sell the, you know, the, the functional training only. You can have like, uh, I would recommend three tiers, the fun functional training only, right? Then functional training with nutrition coaching, with mindset accountability coaching, and then like a platinum program where you could add whatever else you want to add so that uh, you help your clients even more. Some of my clients, they help with recovery. Some of my clients, they help with stress management, with breath work. Some of my clients, they also do yoga. Some of my clients, they do uh, cryotherapy for recovery. Whatever else you want to add to have like, like a ultimate premium program, but usually 80 and 80, 90% of your prospect, they will need that program in the middle, right? Functional training, nutrition, mindset coaching. And then 5% uh, uh, will just need the functional, uh, functional training uh, membership. It's that uh, good, better, or best. Uh, you know, studies have shown that people will typically pick the middle one regardless, right? Um, yeah. And if they take the best one, then high five, let's go, right? So I love this question. How does F45 Gyms go from zero to 150 members in three months? Is it just good branding or a lot of cold calling in the background? They're able to retain people for $60 per week doing pseudo type training. I have my opinion on it, but let's uh, hear yours, Remy. Yeah, I think it's true that they do have a, they do have a brand. It's what, $60, uh, $60 a month, right? Uh, per week. They have good branding. Roughly. I think that they also have good systems, right? They're gonna, they know how to advertise. So I don't think that they are very, very efficient. You know, they might spend a lot on advertising. They might waste a lot of leads. 
I, I did, uh, you know, I, I tried um, F45, I tried Orange Theory, I tried them all, right? I know uh, how it works. It's not like they really take the time to get to know you. You know, for them, you're just uh, one more member. They don't really uh, try to, uh, to know you, but at least they have good systems. They understand business, right? Actually, I have a friend here. He's a successful lawyer and investor. Is rich, right? We can say he's rich. And uh, one day I was um, by the pool, uh, just chatting with him, uh, sipping on a coconut. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, by the way, I own uh, three F45 gyms. I'm like, what? I didn't know that about you. You own three F45 gyms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for him, it's just like, it's an investment. You know, it's like, oh, I'm going to invest in stocks and options. I'm going to invest in Bitcoin. I'm going to invest in real estate and I'm going to have three F45 gyms, right? What's good with those franchises is that at least you buy systems. That's what you get. You buy systems. And so at least they have a certain, certain system. They have a scheduling uh, system. They know how to uh, schedule the leads, how to make them show up, right? They, there is a certain process. I don't think it's the the best process, the most efficient and optimized process, but at least they have one. I think that's how they do it, uh, but you can definitely do better than that. So I 100% agree with you on that. And I, I opened up my four gyms. They were pretty successful. I used investment money to get there and then sold them to an investment company. So understanding investments and understanding franchises. So here's one of the biggest reasons why they can go from zero to 150 members in three months. They do have the systems in place. You don't have to think through it. You don't have to muddle yeah. through how you actually gain a lead, but the opening package alone is $125,000, right? Yep. That doesn't include the $50,000 franchise fee to get it rolling. Just grand opening. So grand opening day, bare minimum is $25,000 in advertising, the uh, DJ, the, the, the gorilla marketing, all this other stuff, right? Uh, you give Remy or I 25 grand to spend on ads, we're going to get you 150 minutes, right? Uh, now, will I they mean, stay long-term? Will, will you be able to retain them? I don't know. Will they, what will they be paying? Are they your ideal client? You know, what does that look like? But the total build out, uh, and I could be wrong. Uh, and I know I never spent this much on, on opening up a location, but they're between 315,000 to almost $500,000 in liquid cash to open up an F45, right? Yep. Now the $60 per week, what I would constitute that, right? It's not mindset coaching uh, from reviews and I have never taken a class, so I don't know. Um, I wouldn't say what I'm hearing is it's not about the coaching per se, uh, but what they do really, really, really well is they do bring the technology piece in and then they just yes. have a ton of fun with it, right? It's not complex movements. It's not complex, really anything in terms of coaching, but what they are doing is it's loud, fun music. They're smiling. They've got coaches there. Um, I think once a month on a Saturday, they always bring a DJ in for the DJ day for classes, right? At that point, it's more of a... You know, uh, you could spend $60 in a night going out, but now I'm paying $60 a week to go to my fun place, right? I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm getting a good sweat on. Now the question is, is what does the retention rate look like when it's that kind of thing? I know something closer to, to my house, uh, Orange Theory, right? 
Orange Theory crams a ton of people in. They charge a ton of money every month. Uh, but their average client, I, I, I know a guy that owns uh, four Orange Theory locations. He's like, it's essentially turn and burn because their yes. retention rate is about three to four months, right? Um, so they try to get them on higher priced agreements or they've actually started selling like one day a week, two day a week packages so that people will stay longer. Um, but they're constantly having to bring people in. And I don't know about you, if you don't have 300 to $400,000 to drop on <laughs> opening up a gym, you can't turn and burn. You know, if your, your retention rate it isn't below 10% at the bare minimum, it's right. going to be really hard to always bring those in. And, and as a gym owner with one to 10 employees, burnout is a real thing. If you've got yeah. to turn and burn that many people, if you've got to do 60 consultations because you've got to replace 20 members every month, there, there's, there's a problem there. And that's where the mindset and everything comes into play. So you, you, you mentioned 150 uh, members, right? They don't really have good marketing. You know, I, I look at the kind of marketing they do. They don't really have good marketing. Let's say they generate leads for like 20 bucks, $20 for a lead. Probably they're only going to convert, let's say, 1% of their leads into actual clients, right? So if uh, we want uh, 150 members divided by the, uh, 10, uh, that's, that would be 10%. Let's, let's assume 10%, which is actually pretty good. We do more like 40%, but let's say they convert uh, 10%, they would need 1,500 leads, right? To have the 150 members if they convert 10% of the leads. And if a lead is at $20, if I do 1,500 leads times 20, that's it, that's what you mentioned, that's 30K. That's assuming 10% conversion, right? And actually, maybe it's lower. Maybe it's, uh, it's lower than 10% conversion rate. So that's it. That's how they do it. And they have uh, systems in place. But it's true that they do not provide uh, mindset coaching. They don't provide any kind of intimacy. And then the churn is like always here. And they always have to advertise. And it's like a hamster wheel. I do not wish that for yourself to be in that kind of hamster wheel. Right? Uh, and also, you spoke about the programming, Josh. Yeah, I agree with you. Let's say you have a functional training gym, cross training, CrossFit gym. Don't make it too intimidating. Uh, don't make it too uh, daunting, right? I would recommend that you use a tiered programming, right? Level one, level two, level three. And that level one can truly be for anybody, right? Uh, for the beginners. And so that your coaches don't have to scale down the wood that you write on your whiteboard. You don't want to, your coaches to scale down. It's like level one, level two, level three. And level one, maybe it's like just body weight and small weights. There is no barbell here. And, and when I say this, um, I have nothing against um, F45, Orange Theory Fitness. I uh, mentioned Barry's bar, uh, Barry's here as well. It all mm -hmm. just depends on the, as the gym owner, what type of business do you want, right? Uh, do you want to invest in something that's done for you? Uh, obviously, these are successful. How successful are they right now with because it's a volume-based business with the pandemic? What does it look like for the future? Who, who really knows? But then, you know, if that's your thing and that's what you want to do, kind of like your attorney, high five for him, right? He's got three of them. Um, and he's probably right. successful at it. 
Uh, now, is that something a traditional micro gym owner that kind of bootstrapped it and really put his their heart and soul into the the gym? Can they re- repeat that? Probably not. You know, I, I started out that way personally. And, and it's kind of, I don't know if this is uh, specifically for myself or, or you, Remy, this question, 45 OTF berries or volume-based models, two brains is prescription-based model. Uh, which model do you uh, practice? So yeah, prescription, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I personally try to do that volume-based because that's what I saw. I was like F45 and in Orange Theory, all these people, and I was just doing the quick math in my head without having to pay for acquisition cost, right? Um, and the overhead of having a facility that can handle that many people. I uh, didn't put that into consideration. And I was just spinning the hamster wheel and it was a major burnout until kind of like going to that prescription model and that higher price point is where you really as a small gym owner is almost what you have to do because the, the traditional gym, uh, micro gym that I see that does try to do that volume based. And I, I kind of went through the same thing with personal experience is they build it. They put their heart and soul into it. They build a community, they build, you know, hundred to 150 plus people. And eventually three years, five years, six years, maybe even 10 years down the road, you sell it to the next person that is willing to put their heart and soul into it because you realize that it may not be as profitable as you hoped when you get to that point of, because then you realize, Hey, I, you know, go from 50 members to hundred members. Well, you need more coaches. You need more equipment. You need more space. Right. Right. And then you're like, all right, I'll bring all those people in. So I bring in another 150 members and the same thing happens. So going to more of that mindset prescription based um, you know, the, the kind of the words that you're using there, but custom, I don't want to say custom programming because you don't have to go custom programming, right? Unless you're a personal trainer. And not really for the programming, but for the, for the rest, yes. For the mindset, of course. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. um, you can have those consultations and work on mindset um, outside of it. Um, Unless you're doing personal training. Like uh, I know some personal trainers that are, um, I talked to one that signed up with FitHive and his average client value was $1,500 a month. And some of the questions that he was asking me about what FitHive can do, it didn't make any sense to me. And he's like, I need to change the programming on the fly. If this person walks in and says, I don't feel like doing this today, I want to change it. And I was like, why would you ever change it for a coach? I was like, dude, this guy is paying me $1,500 a month. He is coming here to talk to me about his, his day, uh, get the stress relieved off of his chest. And if his legs don't feel right, I'm going to help him but I'm not going to make him do something like this. And, and, you know, that just depends on the type of model that you want and the type of business that you want to uh, really build. Right. Yeah. You know, the consultation I was talking about earlier, it's like 50 minutes of diagnosis, right? And then at the end, you just prescribe the best program for them to reach their uh, health and fitness and life goals. Right. And here, the business model that I'm talking about, is having 150 to 100 members paying you 200, 300, 400, 500 a month, right? And with that, well, you can easily have 30, 40, 50, uh, 60K a month in revenue, and you can actually keep 50% profit on that, right? Uh, Because you you don't need a huge facility. 
you don't need a lot of uh, coaches, right? Because actually you're going to sell the efficiency. You're not going to sell the unlimited membership. You're going to say you only need to come three times a week to get the results, right? You sell the efficiency. So you don't need too many uh, coaches. You don't need a big facility. And that's how you can actually keep a great, great uh, profit margin. So let's say uh, you are at 40K. Well, that's 20K profit. You can take a pretty good salary here. And you know what? My gym owner clients, they work between five and 15 hours a week uh, after working on the system. Anthony, you spoke with him, uh, Josh, Mark, they are between five and 15 hours a week because they have the systems, they have the client acquisition, uh, they don't need too many uh, members, right? And actually when they do those five to 15 hours a week, sure, it's to like uh, handle, manage the team, manage the systems, but it's also because they love coaching and they want to coach three, four, five hours a week, right? Yeah. Uh, so actually it's like five to 15 hours of work, but actually, um, it's also five hours of hobby. <laughs> Love it. Cindy, you know, looking at it, I think you kind of mentioned it. Um, my recommendation, she's asking about price as an add-on. Look at what you ultimately would charge somebody coming in the door and then just add that to whatever fee they're currently paying. So if you've got members paying $100 a month and a new person walking in the door is $300 a month for everything, well, then it's $200 add-on. Um, yeah. You're right. It's it's really easy uh, math there. So it can And I would say also, if uh, you know, we had a, a question about the the confidence, the certainty uh, on charging those kind of prices. I would say, write a list of 50 reasons why your $250 membership is actually worth 500. Why your $250 membership is actually worth 500. Try to find like 50 that. reasons. After 50 reasons, you're going to be freaking convinced that you're worth uh, 500. And actually, you're gonna, only going to charge half for that. And if you cannot find 50 reasons, well, it means that you actually need to work on your delivery, right? Because uh, it means that um, you're an imposter, kind of, if like you can't find 50 reasons. But uh, if you find 50 reasons, then you can definitely charge this kind, of, uh, this kind of price. Absolutely. Can you speak more on details about those nurture systems put into place for accountability and mindset coaching for when you aren't able to do face-to-face -face coaching on the in-between time for both large and small virtual client base? So this, this sounds like it's coming from uh, more of the online coaching uh, realm. You know, what do you recommend for those systems to do accountability and, and mindset? Yeah, so if it's not possible at a gym, you can do it on Zoom, of course, uh, or you can just do, a, you can use a, an app like Voxer where you send audio messages and you just coach them via audio messages. You can use WhatsApp also to do that, right? Or Messenger, naturally, because you're limited to a minute for your audio messages. I would recommend apps like Voxer or WhatsApp. Uh, but yeah, provide that intimacy, provide that care, uh, provide that, um, that mindset coaching that they, they need. It's the one thing that is going to fix your success rate. Yeah, and it kind of come into the systems, right? So, you know, with, with FitHive, you can do texting, you can do email nurturing, you can do advanced accountability and forms and everything else. 
And, and that's all amazing to get them to the point of getting in front of somebody, right? Exactly. Yeah. You've got to, a text and an email is easily ignored, right? But a text or an email saying, hey, uh, I haven't seen you for a while. I'm kind of worried, you know, is everything okay at home? Let's get on a call so I can see you face to face. And that could be, like you said there, any one of those apps, it could be uh, Facebook, um, messenger face-to-face, -face, right? Because there's video calls. Uh, my personal opinion on it is seeing somebody, if you can't physically be in front of them, seeing them eye to eye and having them actually tell you what's going on is right. so much more intimate than just a phone call or a text message, right? It's so easy yeah. to send a text message because you can text and forget about it. But sending yeah, that the, text the best, to talk. <laughs> the best thing is face-to-face -face for sure. Then the next best thing is like a Zoom call with the video on, uh, where you can uh, where you can also see them because actually you can get uh, many many clues from just their body language, right? right? So uh, videos on, and yeah, and try to uh, to help them navigate their uh, their uh, what's going on in their life. Yeah. Again, we are here to help gym owners in any way, shape, or form survive and thrive, especially after 2020 and going into 2021. Absolutely. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much, Josh, for uh, hosting this event. No, thank you for And for inviting here. me. <laughs> awesome. Uh, guys, we'll get that sent out uh, as soon as possible. And I know there's going to be a lot of great content coming from Remy, and we'll get that shot out to you as well. Have a great night, guys. All right, man. Bye-bye, guys. Thanks, Remy.